0: Now, they also do national duty, and they jetted out of the country for Saudi Arabia on Friday. That's the South African under-20 team. They've wasted absolutely no time getting down to business, uh, gearing up for the FIFA under-20 World Cup in Poland next month. Unbelievable. Tabu Sanong, the coach, live from Saudi Arabia. We were talking about months away, coach Sanong. Now we talk about next month, the reality of it all. Good evening.
1: Good evening, Robert, and a good evening to the listeners. And uh, yes, uh, we are in Saudi Arabia at the moment, and uh, yeah, uh, the boys are excited, but at the same time, the boys are working very hard. We are only left with four weeks, Robert, before the World Cup tournament in Poland, and uh, we, could, uh, we couldn't have got. Uh, the better time to start but now you know we are looking forward to it and uh, it's all about hard work from now on
0: and I was just saying, Taba, uh, that from the minute that you got the qualification and we knew you were through and we were through as a country, as a result, we were on the line with you, we were celebrating this and we were just looking at, ah, May and May looked like it was far away. And here we are, you saying, you know, four weeks and four weeks is absolutely nothing. How are the preparations going that side and what are you learning in the interim?
1: Yeah, no, preparations have been good, Robert. Uh, we we are in our fourth day now in Saudi Arabia. And uh, we've just played our first friendly match last night. And uh, we are playing our second friendly match on Friday. And um, yeah, so the boys have been really working hard so far. We played the first match against Saudi Arabia. Last night, we lost the match 1-0. But then again, the performance of the boys was good. Uh, after a few days of training, I thought that... Uh, Maybe the Asian champions, you know, will dominate us. But I was very surprised, you know, with the response of our boys with a few days that we've been in camp, you know, and the few debuts that we have given to the young ones. So I must say that so far we have invested the time so well and um, we've trained this morning again. And we're training training tomorrow uh, afternoon before we play the final match on Friday.
0: All right, I was going to ask you in terms of just number of matches that have been lined up for the Saudi Arabia leg of your trip, and you're saying just one final game on Friday.
1: Yes, yeah, it, uh, we just lined up two friendly matches in Saudi Arabia, Robert, and of course, combined with uh, you know training sessions, uh, especially uh, physical preparation, because we are in a very good uh, uh, you know uh, sports facility here. In Saudi Arabia where the boys are, you know, doing double sessions every day just to make sure that they are prepared physically, mentally. And uh, yeah, and uh, this camp, Robert, it's all about assessment. It's all about giving the boys, you know, laying a good foundation as far as team chemistry is concerned, uh, team harmony, fitness levels are concerned. And in the next four weeks, uh, it's again uh, friendly games in Poland, you know, against countries such as Uruguay against countries such as Ukraine, uh, Ecuador, the current South American champions. And these are the kind of preparations, friendliness, that you need in order to prepare the boys for the demands that they are going to face when we start the World Cup tournament in Poland.
0: Now, the makeup of the team that you have in Saudi Arabia, uh, would I be correct in saying that you will make further additions, or am I correct in saying that uh, the boys that you have there with you in camp, or the boys that will be there up until the 23rd?
1: Initially, we called up uh, 27 boys in camp, Robert, and uh, uh, we only have 24 at the moment with one player injured, you know, our vice captain, Luke Leroux, you know, our playmaker, but uh, I'm happy that the 23 players are injury-free. A uh, few boys that have been with the team throughout, you know, in Kosafa and the AFCON in Niger, but then, of course, three overseas base players have also reported in time. Leo Tetani from Ajax, Amsterdam. And then Kaniso Shinga from Vitoria Sertibal, uh, Stépele Sertile from uh, Belenenses in Portugal. So, and, uh, of course, we, we were still waiting for Lyle Foster from Monaco, who had an unfortunate ankle injury. But uh, he started to do his uh, you know, uh, rehab two days ago. And then, of course, we're still waiting for Amazulu to, to release uh, Sposuso Mabiliso. And then, of course, our technical director and the CEO at SAFA are, are, are doing communications with Amazulu with regard to Mabiliso's release. Lovuio Pewa will join us in Poland. Koba will join us in Poland on the 28th. So that's the situation so far, Robert. But I must say that it's exciting to work with the 23 that are here. And they're also working hard to bring back fast-track the injury of Lake Loro. And uh, youth football, it's all about giving opportunities to those who are ready, to those who are available. Because uh, the Amajita project is about investing uh, talented players, giving them caps and fast-track them in the pipeline to our under-23. And maybe Bafana Bafana, if Coach Baxter, is impressed with one or two young ones.
0: And I would imagine that that uh, chain of communication then, uh, Coach Sonong is always open between yourself as a a technical team and also uh, the senior national team, Bafana Bafana, with Stuart Baxter and his team. Because if you have uh, top performers that are there uh, for the World Cup, uh, you know, I would I would love to see uh, young younger players uh, being introduced in terms of. Far far than what we see these days, where a guy gets his first cap at the age of 28, and we think, "Wow, the future is bright." Because the future is not bright. The next year, he's suffering from an ankle injury, knee injury. Uh, he's pulling muscles left, right, and center, and he is done. And we can never ever tap into his talent again. So, is is that line of communication still open in terms of your suggestions for the national team?
1: I fully agree with you, Robert. You know, uh, because I mean, you look at the World Cup in 2022. You know, um, our belief is that uh, the core of this team should be the ones that are playing in 2022 in Qatar. But, uh, you know, we're so fortunate that uh, David Nottwane has actually spent the first three days with us in Johannesburg uh, last week uh, just to see a few boys. And he was impressed with six boys that he wants to uh, fast track in the next camp of the under-23 in June. But then, of course, we'd be happy, you know, to have one or two. Uh, 18, 19-year-olds that can be, you know, fast-tracked into coach Baxter's uh, senior team, Bafana, Bafana. It's, it's, it's all about hard work, but it also relies on our good performance at the World Cup. And that's what I told these young boys, that uh, let's build a team chemistry, harmony. Let's have the right attitude in the tournament. And of course, let's come out of our group, Group F, Robert, you know, against Argentina, Korea, and then of course Portugal. Is it easy? Not. But is it possible? Maybe through hard work, through planning. And uh, it's all about writing the history and uh, making our country proud. But uh, with hard work, with planning, uh, I have no doubt uh, on on this talent. And I believe that these boys can really have a good tournament. And I must say a big thank you to Safa for allowing us to spend a week in Saudi Arabia and the remaining four weeks uh, in Poland to make sure that the boys are well prepared. Uh, from a mental, physical, and tactical perspective,
0: I always see and hear people, Coach uh, Sanong talk about the likes of a Korea Republic as a, a walkover. And it always makes me laugh, but laugh very cynically because that is very far from the truth. Y- you can never, ever, ever take a, a Korea Republic lightly. In the same way that you've got such a mixed bag of, of playing styles in that Group F, uh, where Portugal are there, they play completely differently to how Argentinians prepare their teams and which is completely different to what Korea Republic does as well. How are you finding that as an, an absolute challenge, number one, to you as a coach at this level, but also as an adjustment for the players as a whole?
1: Yeah, no, agreed, Robert. You know, this group uh, gives us an opportunity to compete against different, uh, you know, uh, cultures, different playing philosophies and styles. And and you are right, you know. Korea, uh, you know, as a country, they are very disciplined, naturally. On the field, tactically, they defend together, attack together, you know, for 90 minutes. And uh, But your South Americans, your Argentinians will always bring those individuals that make a difference in a match. So is Portugal, so, and hence we need to make sure that we prepare our boys. But what is our strength as a country? Yes, uh, we have the creativity, we have the skill, but yes, can we balance it with some structure, organization? Yeah, we saw that in Niger. Our boys were disciplined in third place in defending, but uh, yeah, somewhere, somehow, the attack was absent, you know, and that's what we need to complement. We are coming here with a good base, but uh, we need to go to the World Cup with some good balance in our attack, and, of course, with some individual brilliance, and that's what we're working on. We have players such as your Promise Mukuma, you know, your Leo your, your Tetanis, uh, the players such as your Ligli Rose, Oswe So we do have some young talent that can make a difference inside the structure, and that's what we are trying to do if we really want to improve as a footballing nation. And what an opportunity that is given to, has been given to these young ones to play against different teams from different continents. Such a blessing to to be tested against this life. And I must say that the, the boys will be very, very... would have learned a lot of it when they come back, you know, after the tournament, and the country would benefit a lot from such projects in our junior national teams.
0: It's, you know, what uh, what are you saying makes so much sense, though, because... I'm sure in the makeup of the players that you have, they would have traveled, but not all of them would have traveled as extensively as they are asked to travel right now. And that always plays a role, and at times maybe we tend to overlook that aspect uh, of play. So you would find the very well-traveled. You know, the Fosters are now seem to be well-traveled because they have reached places and areas that others haven't reached. How do you find it easy or not easy? To try and align all of those together, so that they almost seem to be at the same level.
1: Yes, uh, hence we, we, we always try to, to to lay a base that you know is guided by good values and good principles in the team because uh, hence we have you know a technical team that consists of people like Elmen Kellele, somebody that has succeeded with Vafana Vafana, 61 caps spending eight years in Europe, Turkey. So we always try to use the former heroes of South African football as point of reference uh, to motivate these players to reach their ultimate potential. Steven Pinar made it, Benny McCarthy made it at international level. So is Aaron Mukwena and a whole lot of players, your Butler. So it's always important to try in our motivational presentations, to try and use these former Bafana players as idols to motivate the young ones so that the young ones can graduate into the next level and again help Bafana Bafana to have quality players representing us abroad, but have also quality players uh, representing us in our local clubs, especially at CAF level. From Pogba, Ghana has shown his leadership qualities at Bafana, at Sundowns, and uh, those are players that we use as examples. Uh, the deem famous, they eat melancholy, to motivate our young ones because. It's difficult, Robert, to work with young players. It's not only about giving them tactical food, but we have to give them social food, life skills food, because this is an investment. This project is about seeing these boys in five years representing us in Qatar. And that's the emotional wages that we get uh, with our young ones. We had Dolly at under 23, under 20. We had We at under 20. We had Nebu Mutiva at under 17. And... You know, it's satisfying to see the end product at Bafana at the moment.
0: All right, Tatsapo Tekiso on Twitter, who's listening to the show, says the passion of development in Tabo is incredible. And also Power Twiler says what I like about Coach Sinong, I saw him in Reikha Park watching the young players. It means that he will come with new young talent again, says Dunkey very much coach uh, so power to you coach and we will definitely be following uh every move we'll try not to disturb you much uh, but when you do uh start to miss home we will give you a call we'll get updates from you and we'll be in your journey the highs the lows the you know everything that happens uh, within the Amachita camp we uh, will be the first ones to try get it across uh, to the entire nation right here on marawa sports worldwide all the best coach and good luck
1: Thank you very much, Robert. We appreciate the continuous support. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much, sir. That's uh, the Amateur Coach Live from Saudi Arabia, Tabo Sinong.